Fish B, you're looking good over there as always. Fish B on the base. Hey, I got a question for you, little guy. Uh, were you aware that this podcast had a time limit? I had no idea. Apparently, it's right there in the title. Who knew? Bonjour, amigos. Welcome back. Glad you're here. I'm only Bob. Monday names also uh, involved in the podcast, I'm told. Anyway, uh, I hope you are perfect. Uh, going on in the world, Attorney General Merrick Garland files a petition to have the search warrant and seizure receipts made public at Mar-a-Lago. We'll see what happens there. And of course, the quote-unquote injustice of the FBI and Mar-a-Lago still dominate GOP TV. I mean, they are obsessed. They are coming out hot in the A block, the B block, the C block, and every other block that follows in between my pillow commercials. They are serious about this shit. I've also, in my brilliant political strategy mind, figured out a logical, solid, maybe even fantastic exit strategy for Grandpa Joe Biden from 1600 Pennsylvania Avenue that the history books will respect. Uh, We're not going to talk about any of those things. You'll have to forgive me. Because speaking of seventh grade, as we did yesterday, my mind started flooding back after the podcast with just how pivotal and, and things that happened in seventh grade that, that shaped my life uh, even to this day as a, uh, as a 46-year-old dude. Like, there's some strange things. Like, as a 46-year-old dude, would you believe me? And I know that I was, like, legally married from 1999 to 2016. So that, that takes up a big chunk of my life, right? But when I think about it, like, the second, probably, like, we'll just go ahead and say it, the second best, like, relationship, like, with a girl I've ever had, seventh grade? Like, that's not right. Like, that's weird. And I don't think I'm just, like, romanticizing the past and because seventh grade is kind of a magical time, especially when you look back on it as a, you know, 46-year-old. But let me walk you through this a little bit. There's some, there's some, there's some weird kind of interesting things that happen that I think you'll enjoy. I need to provide a little background here of how I got to seventh grade. It'll be quick. During elementary school, my family moved around a few times uh, around the Pacific Northwest during my elementary years. Everywhere I went, despite different schools, uh, the theme was the same. I was ruthlessly bullied. Uh, Go figure, right? I I seem so normal. Until sixth grade... When, like a lot of people, kind of come into their uh, comedic own, and I figured out finally in sixth grade, like I had the confidence to actually speak, and if I could make people laugh, whether that was making fun of myself or something else, it took the attention off me, and suddenly things were a lot better when I figured out how to play the class clown role the first part of my sixth grade year. So finally, after getting bullied all of elementary, I finally started to figure it out. And then uh, almost towards the end of the school year, I get the news that uh, we'll be moving again. We'll be moving from Spokane to a Portland suburb called Tualatin. And I moved there in 1988. At that time in my life, my headphones uh, were really my best friend. I was obsessed with bands like Megadeth and Metallica and Sepultura anthrax but i listened to a lot 
of suicidal tendencies a lot. Love that band. Always will. Always have. Luckily, like a week to go before the summer, I made my first friend. Uh, his name was Brian McAfee, and he was a great friend. He was like the Johnny Depp of elementary school. He was, he was just a, a handsome, cute kid with black hair with like orange highlights in it and like long bangs that like almost went over one of his eyes. Had a really cool skateboard. He lived near enough to the house we moved to that we could skateboard back and forth to each parents' house or to our, each other's houses. And we liked similar music, so we became fast friends and, and hung out like that entire summer. And even better, as I was going into seventh grade, uh, he had a great sister that was going into ninth grade named Meredith and a wonderful family, and, and she was also a rocker, like the same kind of music, so, so it, it just... Um, I liked it a lot. I liked that environment a lot. So right when seventh grade starts, one of the first friends I made was this young man named Adam Spade. Good-looking kid, freckles and red hair. And we bonded real quick because turning out it turned out during his elementary years, he also was from not that far. We didn't, not the same elementary school but a pretty close place to where I was also from uh, in Spokane or had lived previously in Spokane. I think technically I'm from San Francisco since, or Daly City since that's where I was born. So we became friends and I was making other friends, but I really liked Adam. And then one day I came to school and, you know, this is obviously before cell phones, email, all these things. But I found out at school the following day that, uh, that Adam was on his bicycle and was hit by an auto and he was killed. It was the first time I had ever had a friend die. It's the first time any of us had ever, ever had a friend die, almost. I mean, we're in seventh grade, for God's sake. You know, 12, 13 years old. I remember after hearing the news, like, like within five minutes of hearing it, I'm walking backwards because I'm talking to friends that are in front of me and because I'm just weird. I'm a fucking seventh grader. So I'm walking backwards in a hallway talking to friends that are in front of me. And I bump into someone and I'm in a bad emotional state and without turning around to see who it is, uh, I, uh, if I could only take this back, I, I just scream at whoever's behind me to fuck off. Could have been a teacher. Could have been a principal. That would have been better because it turned out to be like a group of ninth graders who were like the biggest group of bullies in like the entire school. They never tried to jump me. They never tried to beat me up. But every time they saw me, and it could be around any corner at Tuality Junior High in Tigard, Oregon, uh, they could for me let me know that I was the biggest pussy that they had ever seen in their entire lives, and they hated me, etc., etc., etc. So it began that, and then I remember thinking about Adam, you know, a lot, and just how bad I felt for everyone else, and how bad I felt for his family. There was this memorial service as an assembly at the school, and his folks were there. It was it was awful. And I remember how I wished it would have been me instead. 
because I had really bad self-esteem and suicide ideations and undiagnosed bipolar. And I, I was, I viewed myself as less important in every way. Like the world would have been a better place had it been me in his place. This also resulted in my first episode of uh, self-harm that unfortunately, it wasn't really a suicide attempt. I was just scratching on an arm, but... One of my parents saw it. It resulted in uh, my first uh, psychology appointment. I just lied about it. I said like a bracelet did it, which was bullshit. But somehow everyone bought it and uh, didn't have any more psych appointments for a long time. But back to this like relationship thing. I also met this girl named Melissa Sullivan who like checked every box. Like she was cute and smart and funny. And most importantly... Uh, liked me and thought I was cute and and it turned so she called we discussed the the idea of dating I asserted that I was that I was up for the idea uh, she ended the phone call with I love you which I thought was strange like a very adult thing that was beyond me not knowing what to say I said I love you too and we ended every phone conversation we've ever had by saying that which is strange in seventh grade but I think that was just what seventh graders did because we didn't know what to do But after we've been dating about a month, maybe a little longer, came Halloween of seventh grade. And I wasn't with Melissa. I was just with my friend Brian McAfee, and, and we're at the McDonald's in Tualatin, Oregon. And we're, we're just killing time in the McDonald's lobby, not knowing what to do as it gets dark on Halloween. When four of the hottest and coolest chicks from our school in eighth grade, like they're not, not the cheerleader types, Back in the day, this is like like pre-goth. Like at the time, they were called like wavers, like like for like new wave music, like the kind of girls that listen to bands that are awesome, like the Pixies and Modern English. You know, they were the alternative girls. And they were beautiful. And even though I had a girlfriend, this may have been bad, like nothing romantic really happened, but it was an electric night. As I held hands with Carrie Whaley and this girl named Sydney and my friend Brian. He held hands with two girls, and we just walked around for hours. It was electric. One of the best nights of my life. This Carrie Whaley was eighth, you know, she's a year older. She might have been the best-looking girl in the junior high. Calls like a week later to inquire, kind of feel out gently because she knows I have a girlfriend. Wanted to let me know, but not let me know if something was to happen with my relationship with Melissa that, um, you know, maybe we could date. That was a weird decision to make, you know? 13. 13. I politely explained that I was into Melissa, stuck with her. About a month later, what seemed like a hundred kids tried out for 25 spots on the seventh grade varsity and junior varsity basketball teams. I didn't make it. I didn't make it. That's not bad, but I still didn't make it. It was one of the greatest things to ever happen to me. I got real good at basketball after that because I got real pissed off. I'm real competitive and can be a little vindictive when it comes to that kind of shit. I got real. And basketball is the kind of thing you could, you know. You can always find a game and you can always work out by yourself. It's easier to get good at basketball than other sports. So I did. 
I smoked my first cigarette on the back of a school bus. And unlike our third uh, camel filter hard pack, uh, finally the bus driver caught on and was acting like he was mad. Uh, we just uh, opened the back emergency door and jumped out and the bus went on and we just laughed and then got on the bus the next day like nothing happened and everyone <laughs> acted like nothing happened. Every now and again, someone would light up a cigarette on the back of the bus and usually the driver just ignored it so he wouldn't jump out the back of the bus. In the spring, I saw my first real concert with Brian and his sister Meredith. Portland Memorial Coliseum, I believe. Ozzy Osbourne, who I loved, loved Ozzy. And Winger, who I didn't like. <laughs> Kip Winger on the bass. I believe on their debut album, they had a song called 17, which uh, uh, there were other songs in the pantheon of rock and roll history, but uh, the line, um, she's only 17, uh, dad says she's not old enough, but she's old enough for me, will always be one of the creepiest refrains ever uh, uh, committed to recording music. Uh, in the summer, I saw my second concert, uh, a number, real concert number two, Tesla, who I loved, and Great White, who I thought was ridiculous at the height of the once bitten, twice shy phenomenon. You can imagine the crowd in their fingers. So that was seventh grade. I had Melissa, I had Brian and his sister Meredith, and you know, life, all things considered, was, 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 was good, was good. But I also had an undiagnosed bipolar disorder and suicidal ideations and puberty and teenage rebellion that made me never, ever, ever want to be home. Like, ever. And I was weird as fuck. Then right as I'm getting ready for eighth grade, we had to move again. We had to move again. I was pissed. And I was promised I could go visit Melissa and Brian. But after we moved, I inquired about when I might be able to do that. I was informed that I was lied to and long-distance phone calls were not permitted. I think everyone was trying to do their best, but kind of took that one hard. But it, it was what it was. But then I'm back in a new school in Spokane. I'm starting eighth grade. I've become friends with my main man, Death Metal Pat, and, you know. Things turned out okay. But yeah, a lot of crazy shit went down in seventh grade. Fish B, did you? Did... Fish B didn't go to seventh grade. Can you at least say adios? <laughs>